There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this very special episode of Come for Supper, the Stay Home Edition. I'm Alexandra Dudley, food writer, podcaster and serial dinner party host. But like most of us, I've been spending a lot more time at home and a lot more time in my kitchen. And it's made me wonder, what's everyone else up to? For the next few weeks, we'll be going into the homes, virtually of course, of some of my favourite cooks, creatives, writers and photographers to find out how they're spending their time during a global pandemic. TV tips, must-read books and store-covered recipes that will hopefully inspire some of us to have a little more fun while staying at home. I hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for listening. So this week's guest is the incredible Maureen Tongi. Maureen is a powerhouse in the art world and has her own agency, MT Art Agency. She was named as one of Forbes 30 Under 30, has given multiple TED Talks and was also awarded NatWest Young Entrepreneur of the Year. And I found out very recently was also a muse for Chloe, which is amazing. So hello, Maureen. How are you? So I feel I should be calling you for compliments. Um, every morning I would check in at 8 a.m., call you, and I will feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, I feel like everybody needs a bit of a pep at the beginning. I, that's my favorite thing about doing the introduction. Rarely do we say, oh, and I achieved this, and I got this, and I did this. We yeah. sort of just, it's, it's nice to hear it once in a while. So, and it's a pleasure to do it for the women that you love as well. And I think it's, it's nice. I mean, it shows how much you kind of support women. But I, think, I agree. I love doing that too. So for people who don't know, can you explain a little bit more about what you, what you do? So what does your job entail usually? Yeah, so I basically look for the top talents in the art sector. So whether they are painters, painters, sculptors, whether they make photographs, and then I make sure that they get really known and, and really respected. So it's very much the job of any agencies and any talent agencies. Um, but I love it. I feel it's, I get to work with very, very talented people. And as you know yourself for being one of them, like they are, you know, incredibly demanding. They challenge you. They always want more. And so you grow as a person from working with the best, you know, and then you, you end up, you know, making them work with the best clients and partners. There's so much growth personally from that because, you know, we are, I'm lucky to be in a job that means that people don't want to take their weekends. You know, they love so much what they do that they want to keep working and, and keep making it work. So it's a real luxury um, to be surrounded by people who are so hardworking, so optimistic, so willing uh, to battle for what they believe in. And I know that you work particularly with kind of cultivating young and new talent and perhaps talent that maybe wouldn't necessarily always have the opportunity to be seen, especially to sort of have the kind of affiliation with some of those bigger galleries. So how and where do you find those sorts of talent? We now get um, over 250 applications a month uh, to wow. the agency. So we have a selection committee that helps us. It's not just me um, that will kind of go through why they're the most innovative, why uh, it's the story that they carry, you know, it's really fascinating and why are them as people are really inspiring as well. Um, I feel 
for me personally, yes, the highlight of my job is to make sure that I give a chance to someone um, who takes that chance and rides it and, and becomes someone amazing from that. Um, I think as we grow as a company, though, um, we've had established artists now on board. We've, you know, we've had all types of artists who are now signing to us. But of course, you know, in the same way that I was a young, uh, blossoming entrepreneur, there's something very special growing up with people of your own age who you see becoming more and more successful and, and you, you know that you were very much part of those early days. And I think that's more my personal preference. Um, but as a company, obviously, as we grow, then we end up taking established and, and emerging artists in the same way. Mm-hmm. And have you, have you found it difficult or different since we've been, I guess we're nine weeks of lockdown now, like has, has business changed for you? Are you kind of still taking applications? Are people still sending in applications? What's happening in, in your world? Yeah. I, so we just had that brief chat before we started when, you know, talking about loads of creatives and I think I'm an entrepreneur, I love what I do and I'm definitely a creative in that sense that, you know, I live for what I do, it's in my stomach, you know, and so therefore it's really silly but um, I felt very aware on the mental health side of things, that's the first thing that I thought of and I thought I have to be solid for other people in the company so I have to make sure that mental health wise, um, you know, I am very strong. So therefore, um, I mean, I took measures, which will sound so weird, but we all have our different toolkits. So I basically asked our Paris office director to move in with me as France was kind of going in lockdown. Because I mm-hmm. felt, you know, if we boss in the same house and kind of meeting up at 9 a.m. and kind of having that positive energy, then this will be it. Then I had a Monday routine of going to get flowers at Waitrose, cutting them one by one and decorating the house. Then same with the tidying, same with the baking. And, you know, and I've definitely been a help for that. But it's, I feel, I felt I had to be given that to them, that we were were at their strengths. So that's the first thing that I felt, um, I thought about. And therefore from that point on, we became their optimistic, driven, determined agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of lucky two months later to say that, you know, um, we still secure opportunities, we still secure sales, we still had loads of projects kind of going on. And and therefore, I'm, I'm very proud of our response. But I think being a creative, my, my main fear was just like, I have to be solid. I just, I can't not be solid for as a creative. So that was my first instinct. And, and I'm just so glad. I'm so glad that my Paris director accepted to move in. And I'm really glad that we're still wearing flowery dresses and, and are the ones who kind of push optimism through our community. And, and as you know, optimism pays off, you know, my clients uh, therefore were still willing to support us even more and same with our community. That's good. Also, I will say you're wearing a beautiful flowery dress right now. So I, I definitely agree that flowery dresses help help to keep the pecker up. I, I wanted to ask you about something I've seen on social media that's really lovely called the Artist Support Pledge. Artist Support Pledge, where young artists or all artists, I think, you I think you pledge to if you sell five pieces of your work and it has to be under a certain amount, once you sell five of them, you then have to buy is it five more? So if you reach £1,000 a sell, because usually that will be around £150 to £200, then you have the duty to rebuy the work of um, another artist. This was by Matthew Berlo, who mm-hmm. generally an amazing initiative. They're actually, you know, I think the thing with creatives is they have loads, but they do come up with the best initiative in times of crisis. And 
And, you know, there's been so many lovely things kind of happening during this time, I feel. And that's definitely one of the highlights. I think some of our artists did it and that was very successful. And, and it's nice because it's really kind of showing that, you know, if you're in together, then ultimately this is how things are kind of being sorted, which is why, you know, you have to be solid and supporting each other in that sense. I think it's a really lovely initiative. Um, I definitely want to get involved and buy, buy various people's things. I'm, I'm not sure I can count myself as an artist, but I think it's lovely. <laughs> so a little bit back to the kitchen. So what are you cooking or perhaps just eating at the moment? What have you been enjoying? So I feel like, so I have been following more of your recipes, I must say, and I've attempted to be more of a recipe person. The issue is I'm not a recipe person. Um, is my, so I feel like, I am someone that kind of throw all type of measures and doses in and then hope for the best, you know, and the best can be really bad or really great, but then you never know until you taste uh, one, one way or the other, especially now the you are constantly on zoom and you're handling a lot of complex situations and you're pitching for us literally daily. I'm on, on course to many clients pitching. So therefore, the idea to put the music on, follow a recipe or make, you know, make food in that sense um, has been a highlight. It does help that we had a few really nice shops still around for us, like Delsford was still open during that time. We have a tiny, lovely delicatessen that's still open and it's a treat. Like it has been a treat for us to kind of, you know, uh, finish our day, go and get the ingredients, really picking them very carefully and then coming back and cooking and putting the music on and, and, and having it. So as I'm sure you know, and many people would have told you, um, it has reinforced the need uh, to look after what you eat and, and how mm -hmm. you look after yourself. I'm also really glad because I haven't eaten processed food for, I mean, months, I think. And and it's like, I it's potentially my best diet I've ever had in my life, you know, because of the pandemic. So this is definitely one of the highlights in terms of looking after yourself and 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 treating yourself to like the nicest um, possible food, you know? Have, has, so has there been a particular dish that you've sort of made on repeat or something that you really look forward to making or eating? So we, I have a chocolate cake that I always make and I think my poor son is going to have the same literally at every single party <laughs> at school. And then by the end, he will be like, please do not give me that cake ever again. Um, but it's, it's the most basic chocolate cake. So you mix um, egg flour, um, like raisin flour, and then baking powder. You, had, you add a little bit of chocolate and butter. And obviously the normal thing happened that is very end sugar, obviously. And it's the most delicious cake. Um, there's nothing special about it, but it's so comforting. And I've been baking it for the past 10 years. Wow. So was it a recipe that your mother made for you or was it something you just found one yes. day? My mom used to make this and an orange cake. And that oh, was always delicious. the two things that I, I absolutely adored. Um, and yeah, it's very basic, but as I said, like it's a little things that like just makes you so happy. Yeah, I agree. I think food is definitely um, intrinsic with memory for sure. So what about anything you're missing? Yes, I feel, you know, for me, like the positives of the, you see, I can't help it. I'm an optimist. So like I always have to answer, <laughs> like in, it's, it's terrible, isn't it? It's like a disease. It's um, good. It's a great <laughs> disease. I, I mean, I think it's a good disease to have. <laughs> but I feel so therefore, um, you know, as a young man, I got to see my son walking two days ago. Um, mm -hmm. which because as you know how much how hard I work and how passionate yeah. I am it may not have happened that I would have seen him walking and um, it may not have been the time where I was next to him so he's been constantly next to me 
um, in, in those times. But I feel that's also been the hardest part, I think, for my mother, is that we have two grannies and, and grandparents who don't get to see his key milestones, you know, and I think it's an age where he's nine months and, you know, he learns to crawl and then to walk and then to talk. So there's so much going on in that phase of his life. So it's, it's a weird thing that I got to see more than I would normally have, but I feel for them, you know, for her, it's really frustrating that she hasn't been able to witness that. And, and, um, and a visit to France, Ildure is definitely on the map. I have a dream and I hope, I hope it will kind of go through. But I wanted to see him walking on the beach for his first birthday. And yeah. that was definitely like the thing I wanted because I grew up by the sea. And it was just so essential. But we'll see. Like, we'll we'll see. see what happens. But that, that's basically, that will be my dream for August is that I can see him walking by the sea um, for his one, one year birthday. I think you'll be able to get to the sea by August. I have kind of positive, positive vibes <laughs> towards that. So before we finish, is there anything that you think you'll take away kind of moving forward post lockdown? I know that your life is incredibly busy normally, and I'm, I know that it's still busy, but obviously you're not, like you said, you're not rushing around as much. Yeah, I think like what I said with the processed food, I think it's definitely been a quality of life that I've enjoyed. Um, I'm sure maybe it has been the same for you, um, but I feel reaching out to people and and the depth of the conversations and and realizing i know i all, I, all of us felt so grateful to the community that we had and um, so really kind of reinforcing how grateful we are to that community because i mm. felt so supported and i can't imagine what it must be like when you don't feel supported you know yeah. so i feel yeah i i just leave all of this without being too emotional with so much gratefulness basically um so i i, I hope i still act on it i hope i still give back in that sense um, but I definitely feel immensely privileged um, out of that situation. So for people who aren't already following you and maybe don't know where to find your artists and, and everything that you do, where can people find that online and in real life? So um, Empty Art Agency um, has an Instagram account, like we all love Instagram. I also have a personal Instagram account, which is Marine Tonky Art. And then obviously we have a website, we have offices in London, Paris and Sumonaco. Um, and when it comes to um, what you can ask for, just ask to visit the studios. You know, we finance the studios, they're dotted around in London, for instance. And um, it's the nicest, I think for me, it's just still the nicest to understand why is the artist making the work that they're making, how they're making it, why are the works absolutely magical, you know. Um, so just reach out, say I absolutely adore this artist and then we, we can't wait to take you down to the studio and, and, and show you how inspiring that person is, basically. That's so fun. I never knew that you did that. I'd love to go and visit some of your artist studio. <laughs> so cool. Well, thank well, you, you so much. you just pick the one that you like and then we take you on a very special visit. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Maureen. It was so fantastic to talk to you and thank you to everyone for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.